The NFC Championship game is being played in Philadelphia. The Eagles, five years, by the way, five years to the date of when they beat the Minnesota Vikings, 38-7, to go to Super Bowl 52, defeated the New York Giants tonight in the divisional round, 38-7. There's not much you could say about this game. It was an all-time ass kicking 28 to nothing at halftime I mean th- there's not gonna be much to talk about and, and I'm gonna raise my hand here and tell everybody I uh, just got home from the game it is 3 30 in the morning I am uh, you know obviously it was a long and awesome day clearly that was the most fun I've ever had at a football game by a mile um, but yeah I mean and again to go into a show here it's like what do you really need to talk about from this game? You want the five reasons why the Eagles won this game 38-7. to Let's start with five, and let's start with Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith. I thought Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith, obviously, just the passing game was not really, obviously, a big deal here. I mean, the 41-yard strike to Smith on the first drive, the excellent catch from Dallas Goddard for the touchdown. I mean, that, that was the tone setter. And it, it showed you what the Eagles' plan was. They were going to throw the ball on the Giants. They were going to throw the ball. And then they were able to run the ball. And then they realized they're just not going to stop ru- us running the ball. So there's no need to throw the ball. And that's why we didn't throw the ball more. It had nothing to do with Jalen Hurts being injured. It had nothing to do with, you know, anything New York was doing. Um, in fact, you know, I, I like... I think there was a lot of meat left on the bone if you want it in terms of throwing the football, but that's the point. They were able to just run the ball whenever they wanted to. They, they, this was this was an ass-kicking. It was. I mean, really, there's not much more you could say. You could go to four, and why was it an ass-kicking? Because for you to be dominant on offense, for it to be an ass-kicking, you have to be dominant on defense. And we're going to give Jonathan Gannon and the defense, obviously, number four. And you'll say four. It should be higher. Trust me, you're going to know why they're four. It, it's not, everybody could be one. This was an ass kicking. All Everybody could be number one. But Gannon tonight, the stunts were back. Uh, the occasional, bl- by the way, the Bradbury interception, that was strictly based off of a, a blitz. They did, they blitzed. And then obviously he got Vanilla in the second half, but you could get Vanilla in the second half when it's 28 to nothing. Jonathan Gannon showed up. I know Nick Sirianni went on a rant. I heard it after the game about how people are disrespecting Jonathan Gannon and all this Whatever. Um, well, here's the thing. If he wants people to have to eat their words on Jonathan Gannon, Jonathan Gannon is going to have the ultimate opportunity these next two weeks. Well, two of the next three weeks, essentially, because these next two games. If we can go to the Super Bowl and then win the Super Bowl, everybody, m- my hand up, I owe this man an apology then. I will owe him the biggest apology. But I want him to prove it against, obviously, like we say all the time, Top 10 type quarterbacks. And Daniel Jones had a really good season. This team just is, they're not a top 10 type quarterback and team yet in this league. That's just the truth of it. I mean, but let's not get on that front here because this was a celebration tonight. He was incredible as a coordinator and the defense itself was incredible. I mean, they had three first downs in the first half of the Giants. That's it. Yes, Richie James should have scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. They had a breakdown there where it should have been a touchdown. But you saw the plan tonight. Jar- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in the slot has to happen. Had to happen. 
It was the right move. Reed Blankenship could play safety, and he played rather well tonight. I thought he played a really good game. I mean, early on, the third down play where he's matched up against Richie James, that should never happen, and he was beat. But, you know, I, I'd love to ask New York this. That first drive they had, it's fourth and what? Nine, whatever it was, fourth and eight, fourth and nine, whatever it ended up being there. Why they went for that ball, or for that... I, I just couldn't rationalize why they went for it. I wanted to. I'm screaming, please go for it. Please go for it. And then we get the sack. And it's like, what are you doing? It's like, I get being aggressive. I understand that. You you know what I mean? You're in a spot where maybe you're a little too far. Like, But they weren't inside their 40. I just I couldn't rationalize what, what their mission was there. And again, I know you don't want to punt from your 40-yard line ever, but at that point in the game, it's like you don't want to give this team a short feed. And not only that, you took a sack. And, and it, again, the floodgates. It was an excellent performance from the Eagles. Obviously, defensively, they were incredible. Darius Slay, James Bradbury, as I just mentioned, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Reed Blankenship, Marcus Epps. The whole secondary was great. The, the defense line, Hassan Reddick. I mean, Hassan Reddick is on another level. This guy is incredible. He really is. He is an awesome football player. I mean, everybody. They all contributed. They scored seven points, the Giants. Third reason why. The the running backs. All three of them. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenny Gainwell. Who, by the way, had a top five rushing performance in Eagles playoff history tonight. The first 100-yard game since Brian Westbrook did it like 15 years ago in the playoffs. For Kenny Gainwell. 12 carries for 112 yards. Miles Sanders, 17 carries for 90 yards. And I'm going to pull it up here right now. Um, Boston Scott. I mean, I, yeah, I knew those off the top of my head. I think Boston had 34 yards rushing. Let's see here. Yeah, Scott, 32 and a touchdown. A touchdown, by the way, for Boston Scott. The running backs were incredible. The Eagles as a team. Because Jalen Hurts had 9 for 34. 44 carries, 268 yards and three touchdowns. 6.1 yards per carry. It was, uh, this This was just, they played so well. I thought Kenny Gainwell tonight, that was the best game Kenny Gainwell's ever played. He had juice. He had everything you wanted out there. I mean, Kenny Gainwell was awesome tonight. And again, that's what you want. Guys to start excelling right now. You know who did this uh, when we won the Super Bowl? Obviously, you know, but he just stepped it up in the play. Corey Clement. And Corey Clement was the third running back. You know what I mean? Like, remember, it was LeGarrette Blunt and Jay Ajayi. That's what it is. Three guys. And there it is again here. Three more guys. Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, Miles Sanders. Excellent. Second reason why? The reason they had such a great game, our offensive line. This offensive line was on another level. Lane Johnson, by the way, on another level tonight. Everybody was worried. Is he going to make it? As he should be. Nobody knew. Is he going to be able to last the game? Well, he lasted all right. And he was special. He was special. Landon Dickerson got banged up, came back in. Luckily. You know, but I, I just thought our offense line, they opened so many holes. And, and one thing I want to give the referees credit for, they stayed out of the game. They did. They stayed out of the game. There were a couple holdings they could have called easily on Hassan. Like Hassan Reddick was getting held, but they didn't do it the other way either. They stayed out of the game. It was so much better to watch a game that was just not controlled by the officials. I think these officials should be, you know, get a lot of credit. For staying out of the game. I thought they were really good tonight. I know nobody ever talks about the referees. And if they're good or not. This was exceptional. Exceptional. This should be the, the crew that does the Super Bowl. Because they were exceptional. They stayed out of the game. But our offense line. I mean just. <laughs> I, I, there's not enough you could say. 
I mean, really, when you physically dominate a team like they did tonight, you just you, you tip your cap. I mean, that's what it was. This was pure domination. And the number one reason why we won this game, he's number one. He's the number one player in the NFL. He is the MVP. It's Jalen Hurts. And you'll say, well, come on. How can Jalen Hurts be number one? He was only 16 to 24, 154 yards, two touchdowns. His QBR was 84, by the way. He didn't have to throw. And when he did, that first drive, he set the tone. Set the tone. Boom, boom, boom. Seven first, first seven. I mean, Jalen Hurts was awesome. He was awesome. He made plays in the running game when he had to do it. And it showed when Jalen Hurts could be a threat to run the football, it shows you how open lanes get for our running backs. How big he is in terms of our running game. What he brings to it. He's the best player in the NFL. He's the absolute best player in the NFL. And we're ready here. We're ready. We are absolutely ready for next Sunday at 3 o'clock. Next Sunday at 3 o'clock, the Eagles host the NFC Championship game. We don't know yet who. That game is tomorrow afternoon. Dallas and uh, San Francisco. But we get to sit back, self-scout, relax, watch that game, and prepare. And understand the fact that one of those teams is coming into Philadelphia. And I was there tonight. Let me tell you this. That crowd was awesome. Like I said, the best time I've ever had at the game. It was a party atmosphere. It was loud. Loud, loud. I mean, we're, we're ready for this. We are ready for this. It was a perfect night, by the way. 40 degrees, no wind. Really, it wasn't that cold at all. It was a perfect football night. And right now, the weather looks like it could be similar for next week. A little overcast, but, you know, 40 degrees. I'm just, I'm ready for this. We're ready for this. This team is, this was the thing. Like, where were they going to have, was there the potential for a letdown? They haven't played good in a month. All this stuff, and it was just put away. This was an ass-kicking this was a bigger ass-kicking than they gave these guys the first time. And their players were back. And it was a playoff game. It's a special team. This is a special team. It really is. You know, I mean, I, again, I, I was thinking this was going to be a very long show. There was going to be a lot to talk about. What's to talk about? You know? We stayed healthy. That's number one. You know, Landon Dickerson, obviously, will have to monitor the ankle. I do want to talk about A.J. Brown because, you know, Jalen in the fourth quarter there, he had a an excellent throw, I thought. Should have been a touchdown to A.J. Brown, but it was a little long, and I think that's not because Jalen overthrew him. I think it's just A.J. Brown was, like, he, he, was, he was limping. He was a little gimpy. And I think that, you know, he was a step short, a step slow, and that's why that ball was incomplete because that, that should have been a touchdown. It was an excellent ball. But I, I, that's something to monitor is A.J. Brown's health. I mean, we need him, obviously, fully healthy. We were able to get away with it tonight. But, you know, A.J. Brown wasn't a factor, obviously. Three catches, 22 yards. Caught one on the opening drive that first down. But, you know, I'm telling you, I think he was a little dinged up. So that is something to monitor is A.J. Brown's health. But besides that, I mean, really, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to talk about? The Eagles took control of the game. They stepped on the Giants. 28 to nothing at halftime. Jake Elliott makes all his kicks. You know? I, I Again, the Giants, by the way, had four, four, or four timeouts in the second half. I don't know if anybody noticed that. They called one on their first touchdown drive. Then they were awarded two, three more timeouts. I mean, I was 
flipping out about that at the game. I couldn't believe that they were given an extra timeout. Obviously, it didn't matter, but it just annoyed me. I could just praise the officials, yet there was one big mistake that they cannot obviously have. But again, I mean, you're, you're, you're grasping at strings here. You could pull for things here, but this isn't even like uh, you watch the film game. The offensive line does because they were excellent. You want to see what you did there and what could continue. And obviously the defense too for things you did, but you know, you, you got to just say, okay, it's not going to be like this next week. I hope it is. We all hope it is, but you got to go in there with the mentality that it's not going to be that easy because it shouldn't be that easy. This was just an awesome game. It really was. This was, it was nice. It was stress-free. This was a stress-free game. Score on the first. We got the ball. You know, obviously, we didn't win the toss. The Giants defer. We take the ball. Score. Get the, the fourth down stop. Score. Punt. Okay. Get the ball back. Score. Score. It's 28 nothing. 38-7 again. I'm just ecstatic. I mean, really. Like I said, I was, I was thinking I was going to have a lot to talk about, but I mean... I, it would have been more fun if, obviously, if you know we could talk a little bit about who we're potentially going to play. Uh, you can look into it, though. I mean, I, again, your preference. Who do you want to play? Like people ask that. It's like I don't, I don't. You don't pick opponents. It, it's pointless. The two teams play tomorrow. Are good teams. We know Dallas is a good team. You know San Francisco is a, a, a good team. Obviously, they have a lot of good players on those two teams. They're not playing in this game by accident. I mean, it could go absolutely either way. I mean, really, Dallas is going to put this their quarterback to the test, Purdy. Uh, but San Francisco, you know, you got Kittle, Ayuk, C uh, Samuel. They're going to put their secondary to the test. So it's really a good matching. And like, okay, San Francisco's defense has been on another level for a, a, you know quite a bit of time here. So, okay. But Dallas has an incredible offense. Does fatigue play a factor for Dallas having to travel? This will be their fourth straight road game. And, you know, obviously on a short week coming from Florida, you know, across the country, going to Dallas, then going, it's like, there's there's a lot of things to watch and, and check it out. But the beautiful thing for the Eagles is guess what? We get to sit back, watch, and just say, okay, hey guys, you guys battle it out. We'll be in Philadelphia Sunday at three o'clock. It's three, it's almost four in the morning. I want everybody out there to just know if, if you get the opportunity, it, being at a playoff, it, there's nothing better than being at a playoff game. Next Sunday, three o'clock, I will be back Thursday. We will have a big preview, obviously, for what will be a major, obviously, it's, it's the biggest game since the Super Bowl. This was the biggest game since the Super Bowl. This will be the next one, but I mean... This is, it's going to be a major, major test. And then obviously if you go to the Super Bowl, I mean, all the teams left, by the way, there are no, hey, that team's kind of, are, are they really, should they be here? Team? No, it's the teams you expected. What did we say, right? We said there was six teams that could win the Super Bowl. I said six teams, and I said this like after we, what was it, midway through the season. There were six teams separating themselves. And it was the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. And guess who's left? Those six teams. It's unbelievable, right? Those are actually the six teams remaining. 
Going to have to earn it. Buckle up. We're ready. And guess what? Out of all those six, we're the best team. I want everybody out there to stay safe, stay healthy. Oh, 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 where am I going? Wait, 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 hold on. What about freaking Geek of the Week? So let's see here. Geek of the Week and a freaking all-time ass-kicking. Who could possibly, possibly be the Geek of the Week? I'm giving it to Jack Stoll for whiffing on that block on Xavier McKinney that Hurts had the fumble on because I have no earthly idea what he was doing on that play, Jack Stoll. I have no clue why he let Xavier McKinney just run by him and blow that play up. Because, by the way, that was probably going to be a touchdown. Um, It was a shot play. They had a max protection, and Stoll just doesn't touch Xavier McKinney at all and got uh, got Jalen Hurts crunched, and he fumbled the ball. And Luckily, we recovered it, but, I mean... No clue what Jack Stoll's doing there. He is the geek of the week. Freak of the week? We're giving it to the five offensive linemen. We're going, obviously, Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Ciamalo, and Lane Johnson. And you know what? Add in Zach Paschal, Dallas Goddard, um, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, everybody in that run game. Jalen Hurts in the run game, helping the running backs. And then clearly the running backs, Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, and Boston Scott. And you know what? <clears throat> Go on the defense. The entire defensive unit. Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, <clears throat> um, Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, you know, Jordan Davis, and Sue, Linval Joseph, Javon Hargrave, TJ Edwards, Kaiser White. <clears throat> I clear my throat there. Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Marcus Epps, Reed Blankenship, CJ Gardner Johnson, Freaks of the Week. An all-time ass-kicking. Just something to be proud of. This was something to be proud of. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I can't get over it. I just said I wanted to see an ass-kicking. Wanted to see an all-time ass-kicking. And we got one tonight. And you felt it just walking in the building. You just felt like, okay. And you know what's funny? I I heard a lot of people thinking, by the way, before we go, that there were going to be a lot of Giants fans there. And don't get me wrong, there were Giants fans in the building. There was nothing close to a takeover, as some of those fans were trying to put out there. Like, nothing close. Like, I'm talking, it was scattered at best. And this is for a team that's, you know, less than two hours away. The New Jersey Giants were right here, as they were called numerous times tonight. It was funny. In the stands, I heard a kid, you know, the guy sitting next to me, he's like, you know, there's uh, seven states that have two football teams. And I go, yeah, and you know, it's funny. New York isn't one of them. He goes, yep, that's the trick. New Jersey is too. I'm like, huh, it's a pretty good trivia question. I don't know, remember off the top of my head who they all were. I know it was Jersey, the Philadelphia, or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, Maryland, what, Florida, Ohio, Houston, or Houston, Texas, and California. I think those were the seven. Did you think, uh, again, how great is it a sign we're doing a trivia thing here, talking about some stupid facts, because the Eagles decimated the New York Giants 
imposed their will, proved they're the best team in the NFL, and had an ass-kicking of epic proportions. So we're able to talk this way. That's what happened tonight. We'll be back Thursday. We'll be talking about the NFC Championship game that will be played in Philadelphia. I want everybody out there to stay safe, stay healthy, stay educated, and as always, go Eagles. Go. Thank you.